Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the No Bad Dogs podcast. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to ask me a question, head over to the iTunes review chart, leave your review and a question in that review, and I'll answer it next episode. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, it would mean the world to me if you guys rated this podcast. I think we're the number one pet and animal podcast in the country on both Spotify and iTunes, which is amazing. And uh, obviously, we've been doing this now, I think, since 2016, 17. We've been working hard at this. It's absolutely for free. I love helping you guys out. It'd mean the world to me if you left this review. It's a great podcast with a Doberman owner living in Germany that is struggling with a lot of things, mainly their relationship. And it first comes off as, hey, my dog is jumping, my dog is pulling, all this stuff. And then we flip the script and realize that their relationship needs desperate help. So it's an amazing podcast. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, At the end of the podcast, again, I'm going to be answering the listeners, you guys, your questions. So make sure you stick to the end because there's more. And also uh, heading over to Australia this weekend. If you guys are listening to this uh, current times, there's still tickets available and I'm coming uh, to Melbourne, Sydney area, Central Coast and Brisbane. And also as a reminder, I'm doing a, I'm doing a seminar this December next month at my facility. It's the only seminar I'm doing all year in the United States. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Thanks for listening. She's a 20-month-old Doberman. And she's jumping. Exactly. She's. Go ahead. Oh yeah, she. Well, whenever either if we're going for a walk, so basically when she's on a leash, or um, even we have a huge backyard, which is perfect. But uh, whenever I'm outside with her, like she would just randomly start running after me, uh, body check me, and start jumping up and biting and barking at me and well 
basically everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think it's kind of aggression-like. Because, um, I mean, if she wanted to hurt me, she would have. <laughs> but it's just really annoying because I can't really take her anywhere without having to kind of fight with her. Okay. Okay, so right now she's out when you bring her outside and she gets overstimulated, she's jumping on you, body checking you, uh picking on you, things exactly. like that. Okay. Um and how long has this been going on? Oh, for months. Uh she's been doing that as a puppy already. Um but obviously it was way easier to control her than now. Yeah. Um also I'm I'm a tiny person, so She's a huge Doberman, and it's like it's easy. Like she wouldn't want to do it if it's someone who's super tall. Like she would try to, and if it wouldn't work, like eventually she will stop. Mm-hmm. But it's like it doesn't matter how I hold her. Like she will get the chance to bite my arms. Like to the point where my arms are completely bruised. Um. Yeah. Okay. So it's a bit problematic. Yeah, it sounds like it. Typically, this is due to relationship. Um, it's how you handle your dog. It's how you, how your relationship is with your dog. It's overall just relationship based. And so, if you don't have good impulse control, you don't have good control in general. Like with your voice, like if you say no or you say leave it, like if those things don't matter to your dog, that's typically where they start chewing on you and treating you like a puppy. Um, and this is very common. Like I just saw this, this last week with, with a dog and the dogs didn't have, so my, you have to make sure that you have that control and you have that ability to just, you know, be there for your dog and give them a little bit of assertive energy pressure. Um, like, Mm -hmm. you know, these dogs that I was working with, they just kept running off at the end. Like when you'd open up the back gate of the car door, the dogs would just run out. And it took me literally three minutes to just stand there and just use my hands and just say, Nope, you got to wait for me. And then I would break them through. And, but my point is, is that type of behavior travels everywhere. Cause when they were uh, at, at, in my house too, they were jumping up on everything. They were um, jumping up on the screen, jumping up on the siding. They're, they're just, that's their, that's their scalable like relationship, right? So they're just, kind of crazy everywhere they're crazy outside they're crazy inside they're crazy in the car they're crazy with you they're crazy on the walk they're crazy everywhere and that really for some reason Mm. it just really hit home with me i was like wow this isn't a rushing out of the door this isn't a jumping on the screen this isn't a jumping on the sliding glass door this isn't a not listening thing this is just an overall thing like if you have a dog that's that pushy that jumpy that mouthy that disruptive that just tells you how your overall relationship is because it carries and pops up everywhere. Just so you know. Mm. So that's, that's like the first thing I would say. So my next question would be kind of trying to figure out if that is the thing that we're working on is how is your overall obedience with her? Like when you bring her out and you tell her to do X, Y, and Z, like how, how does that work? Um, so we're doing quite a lot of obedience in the backyard for sure because she actually enjoys it. Like when she's working, she is super focused. Like you can really see that she likes to work, obviously working breeze. 
Um, but she just, I don't know, like if, if we're outside, like everything else is way more interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a currency game at that point. So she's finding more interest in, she's finding more interest yeah, in yeah. I get everything. Yeah. Um, Mel's other dogs, other people, like basically everything. Like she would, she wouldn't um, start pulling on the leash. Luckily, not anymore. Um, Cause she was on board and trained for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, she used to just pull towards, other dogs and like uh not as an reactive as an aggressive but she would want to go play with dogs now a lot of trainers just said like i shouldn't play fetch with her i shouldn't uh, play tough with her like i shouldn't do basically anything that kind of overstimulates her because then she gets totally crazy and mm. it's like what do i do i can't do no work every day it's just, it's a little bit confusing. I think I managed to send you the uh, one video of leash, like on the mm-hmm. leash. Okay, yeah, I got it. Um, yeah, let me see. And uh, like this, this is like ten percent of what she usually pulls. To be honest. Okay, I'm gonna check it out right now. Let me play it. Okay, so she's on the leash, she jumps up, she jumps at your arm. Okay. Yeah, I see. So she's jumping up at your arm with her mouth open. She's just, there's a lot of like playing behavior. Um, And the more you kind of fight with her, so like she's wrapping her arms around you, the more you fight with her, the more she gets riled up. Like you, I think you mentioned that. In a, in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. And then we got the other one. Let me see this one. Okay. So you're out doing some heel. So she, she likes barking and yeah, she's, yeah. Okay. That, that was basically a few minutes. We were outside a few minutes and I was actually ignoring her because, you know, like she can go sniff around a little bit, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she would run up to me and start barking at me. And if I didn't do anything, like she would grab my arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if I tried to grab her, like, she would jump away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I kind of feel it was more of a play with me, play with me, play with me, like, do something than actually um, trying to be aggressive, if that makes sense. Like, it was more, for me, it seemed more as a bratty behavior than, I don't know, trying to actually hurt me. But... It's still annoying because I always have to check on her that she doesn't come running up on and, and jumping up on me. Yeah, I would agree. So she's not trying to be aggressive or be um, aggressively malicious here. This happens with a lot of dog owners. And again, this is the same type of principle that I was talking about with those other dogs is, is, is if you just allow them to beat down the door all day long and pick on you and jump on you. It's, it is really frustrating for you. And what I would do in these situations that has had extremely quick success is just be more assertive with what you're doing. So every time, so I would use a slip leash instead of the flat collar or at least a Mm -hmm. martingale collar. 
because she's when she jumps up on you, she's a yes, she's a big dog. And what happens is, is you kind of just hold her. And so she's not getting like I'm watching the first video again, where she's just coming after you over and over again. She's just picking on you and she's getting a she's getting a rise out of it, too. She thinks this is funny. She thinks that this is like she's treating you like another dog essentially would like let's play. Um, but what you're, but what you're doing is you're just holding the leash. And so you become this tug toy for her. And what you should be doing is correcting her every time that she does that. And that will very, 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 very quickly deescalate the situation. Uh, I've done, I've, I have so many videos of me doing this. Um, I might be able to pull one up and send it back to you just to show you the quick correction. That's Mm -hmm that's useful and helpful. Uh, like I said, I have, I have a lot of them, but I might be able to find one we did recently with this puppy in the UK. He was very jumpy and very, um, boisterous and very bitey and grabby. And what you have to do is you have to remain calm like you were, but the problem from what you're doing, and I don't need to tell you this to reassure what I'm saying. I just need to show tell you really quick. Cause you already know that, um, what you're doing isn't necessarily working. So Mm -hmm. you just have to have more assertive corrections and just correct the dog when she does that. And that's what's good. Okay. My next question would be, would you uh, recommend me working with her with a muzzle or rather without? I I wouldn't. Because when she gets, like when she gets, totally crazy on walks like she she bites hard mm-hmm. um like meaning my arms are completely bruised mm-hmm. um th- it's really your call if it were me i'd say no muzzle but the, the the reason um because it would take me less than three minutes to get rid of this like it would take me um, maybe 30 seconds. So I just think what, and the reason why I'm saying that is I want you to know that how simple this can be if you just correct her for doing it. So that's really up to you because you're the, it's easy for me to say, don't wear a muzzle to somebody else. You know what I mean? It's up to you. It doesn't really matter. I, I try not to. Like, I, I didn't put a muzzle on her, like, this whole time. I used it only a couple of times this last day. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of bought myself some, like, you know, like, for kickboxing, whatever, for your arm. Mm-hmm. So if she does bite, it doesn't hurt me, and I don't necessarily react to it. Mm-hmm. I Because um, whenever I do react to it, like, she just finds it way more fun. Like, whenever I say, ouch, or stop it, or it's just yeah. like, oh, my gosh, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you, are a walking, so you are a walking tug toy for her. <laughs> toy, yeah. 100%. So, again, that's where, like, this whole thing, like, this will predicate your whole relationship. So, this will come up everywhere. Like, okay. she just is a... She's just being a brat. That's what she's doing. She's she's a young... Is she fixed? No. Yep. So she's pushy. She's young. She wants to work. She wants to do stuff. And because of your relationship with her, she's taking advantage of you. And that's where you have to... You have two options. You either let her do it for the rest of her life 
or you correct her for it? Uh, I don't know. So right now... Uh, we definitely wouldn't be here. <laughs> so right now, it, the only thing, like, you have to, here's here's what I'm looking at, okay, from, from an outside perspective. I know you've worked hard at this. I know that it's mm-hmm. frustrating. I know that you've spent your hard-earned money to figure things out. But I'm looking at this situation very simply. Your dog is doing stuff to pick on you and to get a rise out of you and is, is doing this for fun. And it's going to continue to happen mm-hmm. because you haven't told her no yet. Period. End all. That's it. She's okay. doing. She's doing. Now, how do I tell her no? You you can you have to enforce your no by by like so. I want to talk about accountability for a second. So accountability is essentially any part of the world that you live in, anywhere, literally anywhere in the Congo, Spain. Portugal, Moscow, New York City, for San Francisco, it doesn't matter. Well, maybe not San Francisco right now, but there is accountable actions for what you do, right? So if we say, hey, you can't, yeah. you can't go over this speed limit, and then a cop pulls you over to enforce something because you did, that's enforcement. Right now, your dog is doing the same thing over and over and over, breaking the law, 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 over and over and over again, and you have not once punished her for doing so. And to me, okay. to me, it's a, it's I'm I'm I can't explain to you how simple this should be for you. Um, it's it's such a it's just like my car won't start my car won't start my car won't start and i said well have you is there gas in it you said no okay you have to put gas in it that's how that's how this transpires to me is you you haven't punished her for doing something that you don't want her to do and as soon as you do that she'll understand it's it may take a couple days for her to you know actually um understand that you're serious about this now but that's what you're missing. You haven't a f- you haven't corrected her for this behavior you don't want to go uh, that you don't want. So that's never going to go away. If your dog is doing something over and over again because they just want to do it, but you don't intervene effectively, it's just going to stay there forever. But I would be more I would like be it's basically like kids. Oh, 100% like humans. 100% they do something over and over and over again, and you're sitting there scratching your head. But I really wish they wouldn't do this, but you're not doing anything about it. Yeah, you know I what just I mean. Need the, I basically just need the right way how to correct her because in, we're in Germany, and in Germany the law is a little bit messed up, so um, prong collars and e collars aren't uh, allowed, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it a little bit harder with dogs like her because she's super stubborn and I really don't know how to otherwise correct her mm-hmm. so that she actually understands actions have consequences. Yeah. And just use a slip yeah. leash. Just use <laughs> a slip. Yeah. No, I understand a hundred percent. That's what I'm looking at is, um, and that's why I'm trying to be fair with you is I know that you care and I know that you're trying but I also want to let you know that you haven't done anything to the dog yet. Like the dog hasn't, like you could be sitting there saying no, 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 no for the next three years, every single day and using your flat collar and, and using fair. your knees and using your arms, but it does, she doesn't care about that. So 
it, for me, it's, um, let's say, okay, and that's where like, okay, the next conversation is tools. Okay, what kind of understanding that you have to punish your dog for the behavior that she doesn't, that, that you don't want her to do. The next conversation, that's the, yeah. that's the first hill that you have to get over, like really easily just say, oh, okay, that makes sense. I'm telling her no, I'm using my knees, I'm pushing her away, I'm turning my back on her, and she just, she finds that way more interesting. So you just keep hyping her up, right? So you're doing all yeah. these things that don't work, right? And instead of controlling this big, tall animal, you should just very assertively be correcting the animal when these things happen. So uh, I think right now, I would just use a slip, like, again, like we could talk about depending on where you live and what your comfortability is and how big your dog is and how sensitive they are. The tools is like, you can use so many different things. Like, don't think that, okay, the prong collar and the e-collar are banned, therefore, I can't hold my dog accountable. I mean, it is unfortunate that you have such a big dog in a country that doesn't allow you to use tools that will help your dog understand things faster and make it more effective and efficient and sustainable. Yeah. I mean, that is unfortunate, but that kind of goes with so many other things in life too. Like there's different countries that only allow certain things. I mean, there's some countries that don't even allow women to show their face. So it's like the world is a different place and it's very, it's, it's, it's a very, um, interesting place and so don't I don't want you to think that you don't have any other options because you do but I think the simplest thing to do would be just getting a slip leash or a slip collar or a martingale okay. collar um you could do it with the with the flat collar it's just not as safe like you're sitting there pounding on your dog's flat collar and it's just it's not as safe for the dog but that's what you mm-hmm. should be doing is just get you know, get a slip leash, start off with that, put it high and tight behind her ears. Because every time I'm kind of rewatching these videos, every single time that you, you use your, um, your leash, like she just, you're, you're basically, um, teasing her. Like she jumps up and you move your arm away and she hits your arm harder. She jumps up, you move your arm away and you're just playing cat and mouse with her. So I would just stand there once she gets into this little, it's not even a tantrum. She just she's just straight up picking on you. Period. She's laughing at you. She's like, "Ha ha. You don't know what you're doing." And if you just corrected her really quickly for jumping and said off or no or down or whatever you want to say, that's where that very assertive timing, mm-hmm. that's where that very assertive timing can come in. And and I, I'm telling you like I I wish that I could uh tell you a lot more like oh no this is that i'm telling you right now the reason why she is continuing to do the things that you don't necessarily want her to do is 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 that simple like she literally has never been punished for it and that's why it's getting worse yeah (laughs) so i would get a slip leash you can make a slip collar like today um i have a video on youtube actually and on on how to mm-hmm. how to do that um but yeah you can mm-hmm. you can make your own you can make your own is what i'm trying to say i guess um uh, quick question yeah. i know you're using um the e-collar from doctra right yes yes mm-hmm. um does it work with, with vibrations or is yeah. it actually electric shock uh so it has as well yeah it has stim and it also has it also has um, vibration. Yes. 
would um, a only vibration caller make sense yeah. at all? Yeah, 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 for sure. I just, I don't know what... Because I, I think in Germany, that's that's allowed. It's basically, um, since I've um, read the law, Yeah. Um, it specifically says, like, e-callers that work with electric, electric simulation are not allowed. It doesn't say anything about vibration. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 um, for sure. There's always... I was actually thinking about maybe... That would be an option because yeah. um, I would actually love to play um, fetch with her as well. Because I mean, she's a Doberman; she loves to run. Mm-hmm. And um, but whenever she brings her toy back, like at the beginning, she would just tackle me; like she would jump on me. Sure. Every time. Why not? So yep. obviously, a leash wouldn't necessarily be helpful with that. Um, but I wasn't sure if only vibration yeah. colors would make sense or not. Yes, yes to both. But I also would say that the um, the reason why you're... So let me uh, backtrack a little bit. I want you to understand that letting your dog... Allowing your dog to continue to pick on you when you're out for walks will absolutely Mm -hmm. change the way that she sees you overall, period. The reason why she's Mm -hmm. tackling you outside is because she has zero respect for you. Zero. You guys are roommates. That's it. So Mm -hmm. that's what's going on. So I I would actually say that the moment you start holding your ground and letting her know that there's accountability for her actions, her behavior towards you will change significantly. It, we've seen this so many times in, okay. in dogs as well. Like if you have a younger dog or, or, or a dog that's annoying another dog and the other dog corrects that dog, that dog won't annoy mm-hmm. that dog anymore. But until the dog knows mm-hmm. that, that that's not okay, that's what happens. So I would argue to say otherwise. There, again, you're like I was telling you in the beginning of this conversation – the dogs that I was working with last week that were out of control in the car, that were out of control outside, that were out of control in the walks, that were out of control at somebody yeah. else's, that's all because of that's who they are. There's no boundaries. There's no structure. There's no discipline. There's no accountability. And if you let your dog get to that point, then that bubbles up everywhere. So I, I understand what you're saying. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. about the actual moment when a dog does something you want to be able to hold them accountable and i would agree but i also want you to understand that actually correcting your dog for jumping on you outside and letting them know that they can't do that anymore 
will transfer to a lot of different aspects of your relationship. Okay. So, so basically, I should start with leash walking and correcting her with jumping on the leash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. Leash. Yeah, um, that's where I would. That's where I would start. Is just I. And again, I, I've. Um, yeah, that's that. Yeah, yes, that's where I would start. It just, it just frustrates me to hear you frustrated because I'm not even exaggerating. Like how easy this is, and I want you to like, um, like really understand how easy it could be for you because she's just gotten away with so much for so long. She's been running crazy for so long, and you put your slip like. Let, this is what I would do. I put my slip leash on. I go outside with her. She gets overstimulated. She may jump on me because she's just pushing me, right? She's an in, she's an intact female, so that's what she's going to want to do. She's going to say, hey, who are you? Can I jump on your face? And I'm going to say, no, correction, and I'm going to correct her for it. And then after that, she'll probably do it again, and I'll correct her. And then she'll sit there calmly and go, okay, well, now what? And I'll say, yes, good. Let's continue to walk. And then I'll stop, and then she'll look okay. at me, and she may try to have a go at me again and then I'll correct her and say no and then she'll stop and then everywhere she'll go okay that guy is serious that guy means business he I actually so my point is is when you say something to a dog and you don't reinforce it or enforce it which means if you say down and they down you say yes good down and you pay him and they go okay every Mm -hmm. time this person tells me to do something I'm getting reinforced by some sort of positive reinforcement. I am getting food. I am getting verbalization, positive reinforcement. Yes, good. Um, I'm getting a pat on the head. The dog knows when they do something, I'm reinforcing it as like, yay, you've done it. So they're going to want to likely do that again in the future. Okay, that's our relationship. So when I say sit, they go, oh, this guy. Okay, yep, sit. And I go, yes, good sit. And maybe I pay him again. And then when they're off leash and I say, come, and they go, oh, I'm, kind of, I'm going to come to that guy because our relationship is is a really positive relationship. I understand that when I do something for this individual, I get paid. There's a lot of positive reinforcement involved. Um, my confidence goes up because this person is telling me, yay, good job, all these things. Okay, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now here's what you're not doing. This is the other side that you have to have to have boundaries with your dog, your dog, okay? So you go outside, she jumps up, and you say, no, off, down, whatever you want to say, okay? And she does it again, mm-hmm. and you do the same thing, and you and she does it again, and then you do the same thing. So you're, in, you're not enforcing things, right? So when you, so let's say if she jumps up and you want to use off, which is your, maybe your like corrective marker when she jumps up, you say off, and she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when she doesn't, but you don't do anything about it, like we just talked about food, right? So if I said down and I never paid the dog, if I said down and I just look the other way, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, this is, uh, is it is this, A, is this down? Because I'm not sure because you're not clear with me. B, if it is down, mm-hmm. this isn't that fun because you just look the other way and didn't even acknowledge that I did something for you, etc. right? So mm-hmm. flip the script, same thing. I jump up, off, nothing off, nothing, off, nothing. You know, we don't do anything about it. That's what you're missing is you're not enforcing the things you want to go away. 
So when she jumps up and you say off, it doesn't mean anything to her because you have never enforced mm -hmm. your off. But if you start saying off correction, bang, off correction, bang. Oh, okay. I can't jump. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is different. Well, well then what do I do? Heal. Oh, okay. I know that. Right. So you're starting to balance things out. You're starting to, you're starting to really make sense to her. Okay. Heal is good. Yes. Good heal. Nice work. Stop. I'm going to bounce up again. Boom. Off. Bang. So she learns very quickly. Okay. This, this is right and wrong, but that's the big piece that you're missing right now. And you can, and I see dog owners do this and I feel for you for sure. It's easier said than done, but what you're dealing with is really easy because you just haven't started that process yet. You have not begun that enforcement process. The videos that you sent me, every time she jumps up, you turn away. So you turn away. She goes, ooh, mm -hmm. you're, you're running now. You're, get, you're trying to escape me. And then she'll hit you harder. And so if you just stand there yeah. with the leash in your hand and she jumps up and you make it uncomfortable for her to jump up by popping the leash, you're not going to pull the leash because she's strong and she's she probably, if she was yeah. on her back legs, is taller than you. So you have to make sure that when, yeah. she, <laughs> when she jumps up, you pop the you pop the leash. So every time that her front feet jump up towards you, leave it, bang. And you're just you're you're not running away. You're not you're not pulling your arms back. You're just as calm as ever, just standing there, and you correct her. I did this in a seminar a couple months ago in the UK. We had this really, I think he was like an eight month old lab puppy and as you would assume mm -hmm. just jumpy 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 jump that's that's like one of the biggest things yeah. this guy paid fifteen hundred dollars for every single time the dog jumped the owner pulled the dog back pulled the dog back so we're almost antagonizing the dog by pulling them back because they're going to want to go harder because we're now teasing them with the value mm -hmm. which is me right the, the puppy just wants to lick my mm -hmm. face and so i said okay so we put a leash, we put a slip leash on the dog. He jumped up. I took a step back. Bang. I corrected the dog. And then he, the dog was like, whoa. So for the first time, again, it's like, I've been working on this for 15 months, but if you're doing the wrong thing for 15 months, you haven't done anything. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. the, so um, yeah, you go have ahead. videos on um like how to correct her with a slip leash yeah sure do i'll send i'll okay. send you the i'll send you the one of this puppy that i'm talking about i did it in okay, literally 30 seconds the dog never jumped to me again done but you have to understand it it wasn't me doing this magical thing right it was okay. just the it was just the the fact that this dog has never been punished for the behavior we don't want. And it's going to take you the entire length of the dog's life till they can't jump anymore for them to not want to jump unless you're clear about it. So I'll send you the video, but I just want to, you know, be honest with you. And I think it's helpful. I mean, it's frustrating because you're like, oh, wow, you know, this is something really frustrating for me. But I'm telling you, it's only because you just haven't done anything right yet which is good because that means you have a lot of room to grow. If you were doing all the right things, it's hard, there's no wiggle room. I have changed so many trainers and it's 
it was just a pain in the ass. Like one told me, oh yeah, no, she's so aggressive. Like you need to get a muzzle, but then you need to have a correct muzzle with so and so much space so she can breathe properly. I paid her 120 euros for that one hour. I wouldn't do anything. She was in boarding school, like um, constantly mm-hmm. um, training with another trainer that she is helpful in other things, but nobody actually gave me the um, the solution to this problem. Like, what do I do? Like, what is the exact thing that I need to do when she does that? Because everyone just told me when she's, when she starts getting crazy, like, just put the leash on something and step away. That's like, yeah, eventually, five minutes later, she's going to, you know, calm down. But as soon as I come back, grab the leash, she's going to go at it again. It's like yeah. either biting the leash and pulling really hard, like, with her whole string. Or if that doesn't get my attention, like, she would just start tearing my clothes apart and biting my arms as an A, like, we're doing this now. And it's like, nobody gave me the solution. So I was just like, okay, I need someone who Mm -hmm. actually has experience with dogs like that. And I've seen so many videos of you. It's just like, yeah, okay, this is it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad I can be. Yeah. frustrating if everyone just tells you something to do something and you do it and it just doesn't help mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to help because you're 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 again you're you're just it to me as a human as a dog lover and as a professional the way that i would look at those types of training techniques is 100 percent complete avoidance you're never you're like, oh, it's a mental state of mind that you're in. It's like, oh, I don't want to go for that run because it's, well, it's uncomfortable and, and I really don't want to do it. Or I don't want to send that 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 long email that needs to be done because whatever. It's like my dog is jumping. And so your relationship with your dog is, is in jeopardy for the rest of the life with your dog. And what people are telling you to do is tie the dog up until they're tired and then go back. And there's levels to dog training, right? And I'm not yeah. saying that I'm at a higher level. But I'm def- I definitely yield a lot more results because of my approach, right? And that's just this ninety yeah. percent of my clients are people that have come from another training camp and are working with me because people like that they they just tell you when your dog jumps and you tie him up to a rail and walk away. But for me, I'm like, well, then when you come back, they're going to be way more agitated, way more frustrated. Yeah, and you're not correcting the problem, which yeah. is why. Yeah. Then when you go outside, okay, you you need if you correct the problem at its core and say, hey, quit the shit, we're not doing this. No, it's going to bubble up everywhere. Then when you go outside and you say no, it means something. Right now, when you say off and no and down and whatever, it doesn't mean anything because you've never enforced it. So her confidence in you is mm. not existent, which is why again. So then when we talk about dogs' bad behaviors, then completely change how. Um, how you interact with your dog on a relationship level. So the fact that you've said, the fact that you've told your dog to do something as many times as you had throughout the day and never enforced it is so damaging to your relationship at so many levels because the dog doesn't trust you, the dog doesn't have confidence in you, and the dog is now picking on you. 
which is horrible because mm. you're you're frustrated and sad because you can't have the you can't even walk your dog without putting on padding without getting bruised and your dog doesn't have any direction yeah. and leadership which is the worst way to live for both of you so if you just correct her in the beginning you won't have these problems hmm. but i can't if i correct her and then after the correction she jumps down all four on the ground i can't praise her for that right you can you can you can connect it with yeah you can say good down so whatever you're going to use um down let's just say down and make it easy she jumps or no we shouldn't say down because that's a behavior that we would want to do like you you'd want to do like off or no or whatever anyway she jumps up you say nine you correct her she gets down good and then you can reward her that that gives you that opportunity to it's it's basic opera conditioning again it's like kids it's so unbelievably like simple they're like hey i want this and you're like you can't have that and then they're like, well, what about this? Mm -hmm. Yes, you can have that. So then when they go to the counter and you've taught them over and over again that this is off limits, but you can do this, they will choose that path every time after there. So when she jumps up and you say no and you correct her and she jumps off, you say good. And then you keep walking and she's going to learn really cl clearly her boundaries. Right now she has zero boundaries. Do I give her a treat or rather not? I wouldn't because if she's an overstimulated pushy okay. dog – she's going to run your pockets, which means once you have food, oh, yeah. she's going to say, give me, give me, she's going to, she's going to rob you and you're not going to have anything to do with it. You, you won't yeah. be, you, you don't have that relationship with her. She's picking on you. She is straight up just your roommate. And I'd like you to have a better relationship with your dog, but <laughs> you have to be more assertive okay. with your relationship, right? It's just like, it's literally like anything else. Like it doesn't matter if it's your partner, your work coworker, your 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 roommate, um, somebody on the subway it doesn't matter. If somebody's like, "I'm going to steal something from you," or "I'm going to do something to you that's going to make you mad," and you just look at them and go, "Okay," then they're going to do it again. They're going to do it again. They're going to do it again. Unless you start saying like, "Hey, this is not going to happen anymore," and then they're going to say, "Oh yeah, okay, what are you so going to?" Basically, that would be like, "I need to jump up, then just go down, and I'm getting food." Right. So she, so yes and no. So. When she jumps up, you give her a correction. So as soon as she jumps up, she gets corrected. So she's going to go, okay, that was unpleasant. You go, okay, every single time you do this, that happens, period. It, so so animals are unbelievably keen on, that's how they live their life. That's how they stay alive, right? That's how deer stay alive in hunting seasons. They smell a human, they run away because they know through years and years and years of breeding and genetics and everything that humans do that right they 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 are deadly to animals right so it's the same thing with dogs it's it, on a different scale they jump up you say no so they learn that that behavior gets them punished or creates uncomfortability for them so they don't want to do that anymore but it's at a very low level right okay. it's not like they're they're just like okay that's sucky and you go okay cool because every time you do this that happens so they go i don't want to do that anymore so then you you go for a walk the dog sits you pay them yes good sit and you just say yes, and then that's it. So, anyway, that's what I would. Um, that's what I would do. Okay. Yeah, I just i I really think it's <sighs> that straightforward for you. 
I really hope it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try. I'll definitely look at some videos that you have on slip lip correction. So I actually do it properly and don't miss my timing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will probably think about the vibration color as well, depending on how that works. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, welcome. Um, this was very, very helpful. Is there any possibility that the sleep leash might not work on her? Yeah. All the success is going to come from you. That's what I was saying in the beginning of this conversation is the, the tools are just a, a product and an extension of you. And if you do the, if you don't do things right with those tools, it won't work. So you got to remember that, that the tools are an extension of you. Like if you want to build a house and I said, hey, here's all the materials to build a house, you still have to build the house. The tools aren't going to, you're not just going to sit back with a cup of coffee and watch the wood be cut and the shingles go up and the windows be installed. That's not how it works. You still have to do the work. So absolutely. Um, you know, my, mm-hmm. my suggestion to you, if you're really, okay, we, we just created this brand new program that if you're interested in working with me more in depth and letting me see the things that you're doing to really help you push through, because this is a problem so many dog owners have. They have an easy solution for me to fix if I can just see what you're doing and I can coach you through it at a more, you know, more than an hour a week. And that's the, we just came out with a brand new coaching system that does that. So you can work with me every week, twice a week for a month to three months, and I can help you through the process because we have people that are in Texas, Georgia, Munich, Frankfurt, anywhere all over the world that have this problem. They say, I don't have any dog owners around me that I trust and I've tried them and they don't work. I see you do this thousands of times with dog owners. I hope that this works for me. And you're going to hang up the phone and you're going to say, man, I really hope that I do this right. So this new program that we have is for people like you. So if you're interested in like extending this conversation so I can help you next week and the week after, we do have that program that we just launched last Mm -hmm. week. It's an online coaching program. You're going to send me all the footage and then we're going to talk. I'm going to, I'm going to review your footage, all of it, no matter how much you send me. And then I'm going to send you a message back and let you know how to optimize the things that you're doing, let you know the mistakes that you're making. Cause like I said before, it's easy for me to tell you what to do, but if you don't do it right, it'll never work. And then we do a, uh, once a week, we do a, a group coaching on Wednesday where I get everybody in and we chat. That is, if you don't have trainers around you and you're struggling, I can train you uh, over the phone. And the difference between this and that, what we're doing now is I can see everything that you're doing and I can give you feedback. Mm-hmm. So that's another option. And that's that's the literally, I don't have to come to Germany for me to help you. You can do it from your home and I can do it from my home and then I can show you all the mistakes you're making and then help you through. So that would be, again, if you're... Is there any limited places or time to enroll? No. I'm going to be on vacation. No, no, no. No, you can enroll anytime. So basically when you enroll, what ends up happening is, is you just get put into the next week's cycle. So if you enrolled today, which is Monday... 
um, then your cycle, you'd send me your footage and then we'd go over it before Wednesday, but you can enroll anytime. But basically you create a student portal. Yeah, you create a student portal. And in that student portal, you send me all your footage of you working, um, anything that you need help with. And then I will then watch that and I record my reaction to what you're doing. So I can tell you exactly. I can pause the clip. I can say, hey, look at your arm here. Look at your correction here. Look at your pressure here. Um, I can tell you all these things that you're doing because that's where dog owners fail. They bring their dog to a dog trainer. The dog trainer says, look what I can do. You go, wow, that's amazing. You're the best. Five stars. Here's my money. And then you go home and you're frustrated and you fall flat in your face. So not all the time, but sometimes. So what I do and what I specialize in is teaching dog owners, as you know. I'm not in the people bu- I'm not in the dog business, I'm in the people business. So that's an, yeah. that's the the next option. If you want to take it up and you really want to see those results and you trust me and how I'm working with you and other dogs, that program is made directly for you because we get that email all the time. Tom, I need to work with you. You've done this. I've I'm I'm at the end of my leash, no pun intended, but I'm in Connecticut. But I'm in Paris. But I'm in I'm like, hey, no more excuses. I'm working with people all over the world right now. All right. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Cheers. And have a great week. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Bye. Ciao. Bye. All right, you guys have reached the end, of course. We're going to get into the first question from Leah H. Um, I love your raw food advocacy and sincere ability to remove any judgment from those who choose alternatives. My question is, is recently learned of the high risk of copper toxicity in from FD beef liver and have shield away from treating it. I know that you also like to use it and I was wondering if you had any wisdom on the copper levels, whether it's actual risk. I have no idea on that, Leah. Or Lee, maybe, Leah. Uh, I have no idea. I'm not sure. Uh, like I said, I, I don't make my raw food. I purchase it, um, and I also get it from We Feed Raw. So, um, yeah. So I, I think you just have to dive in a little bit deeper into what those levels are coming from and where, uh, because I know that ours are, you know, all... I don't know. That's I, 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 that's kind of out of my realm. Uh, I advocate for raw food because I know that it's helped my animals live longer. And that's why I do. I don't tell people any more than I know. and But I do know that it's definitely helped my dogs live a happier, healthier life. Even my cat. My cat's 14 years old and looks like a three-year-old cat. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Dog Mom Forever. Um. Hey, Tom, recently started listening to your podcast. I have a six-year-old Aussie who, for a lack of better words, is crazy. She's very toy-motivated, obsessed with fetch, and really any toy. She'll bring the chew toys over to us and throw in the house, which we do, uh, but she'll go for hours. And, of course, because she's a working dog, we'll go for walks. I've recently started doing hide-and-seek with the treat. Also, as soon as, um, as soon as she wakes up, she grabs her toy and puts it at my feet. I love her, but obviously don't want her to be playing all the time. I don't know what else to do. There's nothing else to do. You have a working dog and she wants to work. So you just have to have good obedience. If she's annoying you by putting, uh, I guess, toys at your feet, you have to have good obedience to, to send her away. But that's not a behavior. <laughs> that's your dog wanting to play with you. So you're not going to correct it. You're not going to stop it. It's not going to go away. That's the dog you have, which is always the conversation of make sure you get a dog that you can handle. Make sure that you get a dog and, and understand. And th- these are these conversations. And I know that you're not... 
uh, trying to say that this is ruining your life, but you have a working line Aussie and a working line Aussie has probably way more drive than any other dog that I've worked with. I sometimes would tell people I'd rather have people have Malinois than Aussies. They are no joke. They should be working all day long. And if you don't work them all day long, they will be very annoying. So, uh, I got no, I got nothing for you there. There's nothing that I can help you with. There's nothing that I can tell you about other than you have a working line Aussie and that's what they're supposed to do. And yeah, that's what you got. <laughs> Next question comes from camo and curls. I'll, uh, I've only listened to the Q and a podcast because those are typically the most helpful. The podcasters answered the question, like didn't have to look at them ahead of time. Half of his answers were go listen to an old podcast when people were asking follow-ups on the podcast. He had no useful answers and didn't even tell him what podcast number they should go back to and listen again. Uh, I've never heard a podcast, not at least reference the podcast number if they didn't feel equipped to answer. Also, he goes on a two-minute rant for anyone that doesn't give him a five-star review. If they feel like your podcast is a three-star review, that's how they feel. They don't owe you a five-star review. I'm sure his techniques are adequate or even excellent and people love him, which is great, but they should keep but they should keep listening but he's not for me. Okay. Thanks, Camo and Curls. Next one, Winters, Wintersen, question drive. Uh, I have a four, I have four years old, old English, old English golden retriever. The problem is Mushu, which is the dog's name, won't work for treats or toys. I've, I've tried to lessen his Mushu. I've tried to lessen his drive in the morning. So maybe he can get hungry enough to work for food. Unfortunately, that did not work either. Any ideas to motivate him? My suggestion is try the food, try different foods. So a lot of people will just try treats or they'll try kibble, try steak, try chicken, try something that your dog is really, really going to enjoy. My favorite treats of choice are Stewart's Pro Treats, beef liver. Uh, I it's very rare that a that a dog doesn't enjoy the stewards pro treats. So, um, you know, you just have to, you have to be very, uh, like you already said, you're kind of, uh, fasting right now, which is nice, but your job is to be creative to see what your dog likes and what they don't. And again, like the last conversation I had about the Aussie is like, there's only so much you can do. If your dog doesn't like food or if your dog isn't motivated by food or things like that, there's, there's not much that you can necessarily do to make them more motivated by food or hungry by food. It's it's really just the same thing as humans, to be honest. It's like if you have a kid that doesn't want berries, you can't really make them like berries. You can dress them up and put yogurt and peanut butter on them, but the reality is, is they don't like it. They don't like it. So anyway, that's my suggestion is just do everything you can to up the ante on the the reward based system to try to make it more appealing and try to make it more, uh, yeah, yummy for the dog, I'd say. So that's my suggestion on that. Um, so yeah, that's the answers today. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.